Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, weirdos? <laughs> this is so awkward. What do we? What, do what we are we doing say? here? What do we say? <laughs> Thought we got out of this uh, business. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, everybody, how's it going? Hope you've had a good um, four or five months without us. It was just like summer vacation. Yeah, just an yeah. extended. You know, the Europeans go on holiday. Maybe not for four or five months. Uh, we had a little break. We had a little break. This is Carol Ann. Uh, this is Matt. And this is still boozed and confused, despite the, the very long but very needed and kind of unexpected hiatus. Just a lot of things kind of piled up. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was the black hole. What black hole? In the crawl space. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went in to go get, um, you know, a couple things put away for the, the baby stuff. Like, it felt like, what, like five minutes? Yeah. And we just came out, and apparently it's um, October 23rd? Yeah. 24th? So we, we got out just in time for Halloween, so <laughs> good news for us. Um, yeah, we kind of had this realization that we've not had a break. We We've done this pod for almost... Actually, yeah, about three years straight. Uh, so our third anniversary was over the summer. And we had done this uh, with the exception of uh, having the producer pretty much every single week uh, without much of a break. So had a lot of shit kind of force us into taking a break. And we are back now uh, for your enjoyment or not enjoyment. You know, and maybe it'll be like five months until the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> We got to keep you listening. We got to keep you guessing. We'll see. We'll see what the black hole in the crawl space does for us. Oh, I'm going right back in. Um, so today's episode is uh, maybe not a great episode to listen to if you already have a fear of flying. I do. And I'm glad I got a lot of my flying for the year out of the way uh, before we record this. Well, I have crippling fear of <laughs> flying. Uh, my hands are sweaty. Yeah. Even thinking about yeah. stepping on an it's airplane. It's not nice. Um, and I just hate this. Yeah. And, you know, I think I need a break. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get into today's episode, um, I want to do the housekeeping items, but I don't actually fully remember them. You forgot. Um, I think it's, we're on all your favorite social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. X. X. Oh my God. Yeah. It's really been that long, hasn't it? We call it X now. Um, okay. Well, I don't call it X. Um. X.com. And we'll see if I even remember We'll, we'll see what happens with that. I have to log back into everything. Um, the next one is if you like the pod uh, and you want to support us, the best way you could do that is by, uh, you know, just telling people what a shit pod we are, getting them to listen to the shit, and then leaving us a review or subscribing or following wherever you get your podcasts. It does help us. Um, and it's appreciated. We like to read your comments, especially the ones that make fun of us. <laughs> yeah, the worse they are, the better for me. Just kind of like rub my nipples and read <laughs> read the mean stuff. Boost and confused after dark. <laughs> Gives me a tingling, like unlike any other. Oh my god. 
Uh, and um, the last one is, what are you drinking? Uh, it's wine. Great. Just a white wine. Because it's a Monday. Yeah, it is a Monday. So you're probably going to listen to this and it'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday. Well, this is one of the wines I think you got from that one box thing you got that one time. Yep. Yep. Um, The label says Mercano. I don't know what that means. The label said Rioja Argentina. Yeah, I don't. I know the bottle you're talking about. I'm not sure if that's a type of wine or just a brand. So I saw like Rioja and I was like, oh, this is a definitely a red wine. And then I opened it and you go, this is definitely not a red wine. <laughs> I don't I don't usually lean red, uh, but this is pleasant. I yeah. put an ice cube in there because I was told you do that with white yeah. wine. Yeah, naturally. Um, it's not too sweet. Yeah. It's It tastes like grapes. Drinking white wine with ice. Welcome to my new podcast. I've rebranded and now my grandmother is the co-host. I'm 47 <laughs> years old. Um, all right. Well, I'm not drinking because uh, I've got a Waterloo. Uh, that was another nice change over our break. Um, I'm now back and obsessed with Waterloo, and uh, this is a cherry limeade. So, well, I don't think we were obsessed with Waterloo. It it was mainly like Lacroix or like yeah. the Aldi off brand. Yeah, but now we found this. Now we found Waterloo, and we've got cherry yeah. limeade. It's yeah. it's like drinking rocks, yeah. but <laughs> you think of cherry limeade yeah it's great um all right so today's episode we are going to talk about um this new found fear that i have that uh i'm sure i will share this fear with many people now um so this episode is all about fake airline parts and i i didn't have this fear until i read this up uh read this this article um so Today's episode is going to be a summary of this amazing article by Bloomberg. You should definitely uh, read the full thing if you want. Uh, We're, again, just doing a summary. They have this incredibly in-depth report, goes into a lot of history about stuff as well. Um, But, you know, for my own own sanity, we're just not getting that deep today. So, you know, I got to get our our toes wet again we gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta just a get little... back in before we have like a three-part episode yeah oh god uh so yeah link is in the show notes if you want to read it um so uh you know it's 2023 at some point in the spring um there were engineers at tap air portugal tap 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 yeah, that's yeah, what it yeah. spells uh maintenance subsidiary uh that were looking at this aircraft engine that came in for a repair and they handle more than like 100 engines a year so should be like a pretty routine job you know but the workers noticed that a replacement part of the cfm 56 turbine you should look that up it's monstrous it's huge cfm 56 um it's you know this this part that they were looking at it's a damper that reduces vibration showed signs of wear and tear but the paperwork that came with it said that it was a brand new part fresh from the production line so that's like a big red flag so it reduces vibration which is good because vibrating is scary (laughs) we're not meant to fly if we were meant to fly we'd have wings yeah um i oh i forgot to tell you guys we have an air uh aviation expert on the podcast today and it's matt (laughs) vibration is bad but i'm i'm like one of those like 13th century experts (laughs) Yeah, 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 we're not meant to be in the skies. 
so June 21st comes around and uh, that uh, group of engineers, they point out that discrepancy to Safran SA, which is the French aerospace company that makes those CFM engines um, together with GE General Electric. Yeah, they do everything. They do everything. They've got their fingers in blenders. Uh, they've got their fingers in sockets. Machines, they've got the their sock- fingers in everything. <laughs> um, so then Saffron, sa- sa- Saffron, I don't know. Saffron sounds yeah, whatever. Sounds yeah, it sounds good. Uh, they determined that the paperwork was forged. Okay, so the paperwork that came with that part that said that the part was brand new from the production line, the paperwork was forged. Um, the signature that was on it was not of any company employee. The reference and the purchase order numbers on the part also did not make sense. They didn't add up. Okay. So this is just one incident. (laughs) To date, uh, at the time that this article was published uh, about mid-October 2023, Safran and GE have uncovered more than 90 other certificates that were also falsified. And bogus parts have been found on 126 engines. And all of those are linked to the same parts distributor in London, AOG Technics Limited. So that so like they've they've nailed these guys, right? Uh, They're nailed. Something like that. Sure. They are up on a wall, yeah, yeah, yeah. nails yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um. So AOG Technics is this little known outfit that started eight years ago by a young entrepreneur named Jose Alejandro Zamora. Irala, Irala. Uh, okay, so who henceforth shall just be referred to as Zamora? Okay, so as a result of all of those fabrications, thousands of parts with improper documentation have wound up at fucking airlines all over the world. So airlines, major airlines, are putting these fake parts into their airplane unknowingly for years. Um, and so not just at airlines, but distributors, workshops just around the globe. Um, so they've ended up inside jet engines and they've contaminated like a huge portion. Okay. That's maybe a little dramatic, not a huge portion. There's not going to be like a sudden ground stop. This is terrifying. <laughs> There's not going to be a sudden ground stop. No, but bring on the ground stop. It's actually no not planes. really known the full, uh, I, I guess, amount of engines and planes that have been affected by this. What an entrepreneur. Yeah, what a, what a guy. What a guy. Um, so everything in this Bloomberg story, which is why this is so great, uh, is a summary of them going through the legal and corporate filings. There's like regulatory disclosure, social media accounts that they get into. They like really 60 minutes this shit. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Um, and I know what you're thinking. Like, oh my God, I'm such a United girly. They would never. You're wrong. You are wrong. It doesn't matter. Everybody yeah. was affected. Everybody. United gets Especially got. Frontier. <laughs> United gets got all the time. Um, United, Delta, I'm sure Southwest. Not I'm, Southwest. I'm, I'm personally a Southwest girly. So uh, am I. <laughs> um, yeah, all the major U.S. carriers and like half a dozen others were identified uh, as having bogus parts from AOG on their airplanes. Okay. And it's important to note there haven't been any emergencies as a result of these parts yet. Yet. Right. But they have to, like, you have to check 
everything. 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 Without, yeah, you have to check everything. Oh, my God. And so, like, because this is so maybe seemingly out of left field, uh, you know, people are, like, really shaken up in the aviation industry because all of these safety protocols that were quote-unquote in place have now been breached. And people are like, oh, shit, look at all these loopholes. So that CFM 56 um, that we were just talking about, that's the most widely flown engine. Okay, so a CFM 56 powered aircraft takes off every two seconds somewhere on the planet. That's how widespread this is. Um, And so now that people are kind of looking into it and they're like, oh shit, do I also have a fake part on my airplane? Uh, these parts with like fake certificates have shown up everywhere from the US to China and as far away as Australia. That's pretty far. That's like as far as you can go. That's yeah. I don't really know how much further you can get. <laughs> um, so who the fuck is AOG? Who is AOG? Who is Zamora? Uh, how do you as a young entrepreneur kind of start this like fake business and get your fake airplane parts into the hands of like some of the biggest U.S. carriers. Like it, it sounds like a terrible market to get into, but yeah, I would it's got to be expensive. Oh, I'm sure. And so like that's, that's probably the driving factor. Yeah. Get into something low, low danger, like, <laughs> like <laughs> fake, fake phone parts or yeah, something. Yeah, there you go. Like, yeah. Make them blow up in your hand. Yeah. It's like perfect. a prank. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so their website no longer is, exists, but at, you know, one point AOG did have a website and on the site, it boasted about having warehouses in like the UK and Singapore and Frankfurt and Miami. It's always Miami. It's always Miami. It's Florida, man. Yeah. Um, and so it called itself a leading global aircraft support provider with a mission to quote, keep our clients flying. I guess they've kind of been fulfilling that in a way because, like, so far there haven't been any issues, but we just don't really know about that. But, like, I, what I don't get is, like, how this person, how this company seemingly fell out of the sky and, <laughs> and, um, became this major distributor. Yeah. Like, like, how do you even, what do you, like, call up United and you're like, what up? I've I'll got. <laughs> I'll cut the prices. I will. I will you beat my competitor. Know. Yeah, you don't even know. Um, so, the the site looked so legit to the point where the inventory of parts was listed on the biggest online clearinghouse, and a quality assurance organization endorsed by the FAA had accredited AOG's practices. So they probably looked like really fucking legit. I'm sure online, uh, but they made all that shit up. They fooled the big aviation names in the process. They sold thousands of jet engine parts forged, uh, with like, you know, records, uh, and sold refurbished used parts with paperwork claiming that they were brand new. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't really know. It kind of feels like one of those things where, uh, if you're a specialist in something like you would be able to to clock something like that immediately. But if you if you don't ever look at airplane parts, you'd be like, yep, that is that is a fan. This looks like it goes in a plane. Yeah, I, I don't fucking know. Is like you probably have no idea. So like, how does this even happen? Like who who the fuck is buying airplane parts from this guy? Uh, how does like you were saying, like, has he even gotten to the network? And my original thought was isn't flying the most regulated and safe mode of transportation like how 
how if it's so regulated how does this even happen and also a side note uh anytime I do have to fly I always tell myself like my my calming uh mantra (laughs) on the plane is um people are doing this like every 25 seconds and no one's dying because it is so regulated and it's the safest mode of transportation but now I don't feel so safe Zamora makes you wonder it does make me wonder. I feel kind of right. I <laughs> I feel kind of like oh I've been right God. the whole time. Well, that plus the story we were talking about earlier today of the pilot who tried to, the off-duty pilot who tried to turn off the engines of the plane that he was. Oh yeah, on. yeah. You know, we're just driving in the car, and you go, "Hey," <laughs> and, and you pause the podcast we're listening to, and you go, "I've got some bad news." So I expect. I didn't say I, I, I have ex- some bad stop. news. This is. This is the truth. I expect a story out of you about, oh, no, did old man Jenkins die or something? And no, you're like, some airplane guy, <laughs> some some pilot uh, who wasn't actually flying the plane just hung out with his friends in the cockpit and he, he tried to you know crash, crash the plane. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? Yes, that's terrible. This is why I don't like well, to fly. Well, if I said, do you want to hear a bad story? And then I told you that, and then I ended it with, isn't that terrible? At which point do you feel like you were set up and not prepared for how bad of a story it really was? Look, I expect minor inconveniences, minor <laughs> news. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, that story did happen, and that's terrifying, and now I have a newfound fear uh, on top of this one. So getting back to how regulated <laughs> and safe flying is, yes, technically it is uh, one of the safest modes of transportation, if not the most safe, because it is so heavily regulated. And regulators are obsessed with safety and record keeping. Literally everything has a paper trail. But you know what I found out is not so regulated by regulators? The parts? Yeah, the self-regulated marketplace of parts distribution. The self-regulated marketplace of parts distribution so self-regulation meaning like the sellers so there's these intermediaries that help circulate hundreds of thousands of parts every year between manufacturers airlines and repair stations and you know in the business world networking is everything so personal connections mean sourcing specialists buy and sell from vendors that they know Okay, so here comes Mr. 305. It's not actually like Pitbull, though. Um, Is that what he calls himself? No, but you'll... I thought he was Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, (laughs) Mr. Worldwide. I mean, he is worldwide in some sense. Um, But it's uh, Zamora. So he's like young. He's a part-time DJ. (laughs) He's originally from Venezuela. Mm -hmm. Um, So in 2015, he establishes AOG and Hove, um, which we would recognize as uh, being about an hour's train ride south of London, um, thanks to soccer. All of our knowledge, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brian Hope Albion. Yeah, (laughs) so knowledgeable. Thanks Thanks, Premier League. Could not find it on a map, (laughs) but I I know they're... You know what else I can't find on a fucking map? North Dakota, okay? So, you know, I know it's there somewhere. Oh, it's, it's next to Minnesota. Is it? I'll look. I'll look after this and confirm. And then next week's episode is going to be how North Dakota isn't actually a real state. Um, no, I have a whole PowerPoint, a, a deck, if you will, all about why we have two Dakotas. It's it's really fascinating. We'll see about that. We'll. we'll it's put, a thing. We'll it's put a, a pin in this topic. It's a thing. 
So he uh, establishes AOG in Hove. He eventually, quote unquote, relocates to a London office address and really it's just like a mail drop rented from a co-working provider. So it's not, you know, like some superficial place. Um, and, you know, it kind of like goes off from there. So he at this point, at this point being October 23rd, 2023, refuses to talk to talk to anyone about like his side of the story his wife talked to Bloomberg and was like everyone's trying to paint him out to be a bad person or something um, uh, yeah yes 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 Zamora wife uh you, Zamora you, wife. <laughs> you are right he is a bad person uh but his friends or like long-term acquaintances say that they haven't heard from him in fucking months probably because he's in a lot of trouble um and so yeah, he was reached at one point um, by a man named Doug Hensley, who is the chief safety and regulatory counsel at GE Aerospace, uh, on August second that he's out of the country on vacation. You know what that <laughs> sounds like? That sounds like a flight risk. Sounds to like me. he's hiding. Yeah. Um, so who is Zamora? How how did Zamora come to be? So he's born in 1988. Uh, he's like a jack of all trades, right? Uh, so he's uh, been in professions from like music to real estate before he gets into the very lucrative uh, industry of airplane parts. Was he ever selling like Cutco knives? <laughs> you know, maybe if there's like an equivalent, I really wonder about the legality of uh, like MLM uh companies in countries outside of the u.s i'll have to look that Mm, up yeah for those of you who are like me mlm stands for multi-level marketing they're basically pyramid schemes it's a pyramid scheme i was almost in two of them (laughs) i was in one because i'm afraid of saying no to people yeah no you absolutely are even the people at Costco who are like, do you want a sample of this Tide Pod? And you're like, yeah, sure, I'll take it. Look, and then they're like, no, l- sir, you're not supposed to eat it. No, there was literally <laughs> there was literally a Tide Pod sample. <laughs> Next to the frozen pizza. <laughs> and I was so excited to try one finally. Yeah, yeah. Um, so his, for a little like fun fact, Zamora's stage name um What's his DJ name? Santa Militia. Mil, mil, yeah, Santa Militia. It's a lame DJ yeah, name. Yeah, I know. Um, so his wife is an interior designer. They just got married last year, so happy anniversary. They got married in Mallorca, um, and they were photographed at some super luxury retreat. They had matching Rolex watches, uh, you know, so he's obviously got some money or she is maybe a very successful interior designer or they're just a power couple hashtag slay hashtag i don't know oh i love it when hashtag boss babe oh yeah i (laughs) i love it when the boss babe makes more money than the man so the man can can follow his passion so the man can sell fake fucking airline parts to u.s carriers we all have our dreams yeah um, he didn't begin his aerospace career until 2010 when he starts as an account manager at AJW, um, which is like a prominent engine maintenance provider. Uh, if you know anything about aviation, um, it's probably known to you as Walters. It, it's not known to me as shit. So That's right. Same. <laughs> so um, in its first year of conception, AOG had just 7,800 pounds. Um, did not have very much money and, uh, it's kind of giving like starting Amazon in the garage, you know, like really young entrepreneur vibes. Yeah. But 
Bezos sold books. Yeah. They're books. Airline part smokes. Same thing. Same thing. Potato, potato. (laughs) So um, by early 2019, it had 18,000 in cash and made a profit of 22,000. This is all according to records, financial disclosures. So for the year ending February 2020, AOG reported 2.4 million With in an cash. M. That's nice. Oh, cash. And a profit of 2 million. He's like, I only take cash. <laughs> no well, you credit. probably get a cash discount. I don't know. Um, so that's shortly after AOG began selling thousands of jet engine parts with falsified documents. So let's go through this again. Uh, 2019, 18,000 pounds in cash. 2020, 2 million. You know, it's, what? it's so nice seeing companies do well despite the pandemic. Hashtag inflation. Hashtag no one wants to work anymore. Hashtag bootstraps. <laughs> so many hashtags for just one episode. I've just been reading too many LinkedIn posts of hashtag boss babes um, and entrepreneurs who are actually just unemployable by other people because they're insufferable. So forgeries turned up at a, an engine services provider northeast of London, uh, a parts supplier in Florida, a maintenance firm in Scandinavia, an airline in Africa, and another maintenance outfit incorporated in Germany, among, among others. And like we mentioned, these records date back to as far as 2018. So some were like fake, um, you know, they had fake signatures of actual employees and then others were signed off by former coworkers. Um, and then, and then I, I'm not going to say this name properly, probably. Um, so there's Jeffrey Chirac, C-H-I-R-A-C, shares a last name with the late French president. This sounds great. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we probably don't have any French people listening to us at this point anymore. They probably... Well, if you are... I see one pop up on the map and they're like, these people are fucking shit. If and you then, are, bonjourno. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then other signatories have also been fabricated. So um, several forms were signed by a Michael Smith. Uh, and <laughs> Michael <Say> Smith... <laughs> signatories. What did I say? Signatories signatories the hell's a signatory it the guy who signed something you said signatures signatures (laughs) this is not the plural of signatures (laughs) anyways so michael smith's linkedin is now deleted but he was reportedly an AOG quality assurance manager. Trust me. <laughs> so his profile picture for a one Michael Smith uh, was a profile picture you would also find on like stock image sites. So it was like very clearly probably a very basic. Did it have like the watermark on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, on these stock image sites, he's described as a confident senior man in a white t-shirt. 
So uh, LinkedIn profiles of some purported AOG executives also used stock photos that appeared on other websites. Um, and companies listed on the profiles as former uh, employers say they have zero record of any of these people ever existing in their systems. Oh, this so this guy went so far as to just make fake social media LinkedIn accounts um, for these people who don't actually work there and then just used stock images of everyone. Um, what's really funny is I... I took the notes out of here, so I can't remember 100%, but um, some of the companies that have also used that fake Michael Smith uh, photo are, uh, I think there's like an oncologist, um, you know, uh, different kinds of doctors. This is also concerning. Well, you know, have you ever been to like a, a, a doctor's website and of course it's like the fakest looking shit you've ever seen in your life? Well, yeah, because you got those nice stock images. Yeah. Yeah. Well, doctors don't have any money, you know? I I don't have any money. I'm just a baby. I can pay you on pills. <laughs> Will that keep you quiet? Oh my Want some God. uppers or some downers? <laughs> so, uh, like I mentioned at the top of the pod, um, Bloomberg's article goes into some fascinating depth about the history of forgeries in the avi aviation industry. I didn't realize that it was such a big problem in the past. Um, again, not very comforting, uh, but it was like spanning decades. So I've left that part out for today. It's really interesting. Give it a look if you're into that, um, but I'm not getting into it in this pod episode. So we're we're going to look a little bit more at the star of the show. Right. Well, it's not Zamora. I think this is time to plug our premium service. If you get... <laughs> boost and confused plus you get all the extra information and no ads <laughs> there is no extra information we have no extra info. we can't it took us fucking five months to get a, a pod episode look going. and this is a really good episode this <laughs> so uh the star of the show is actually cfm CFM, you remember that turbine we were talking about before oh yeah so they made a troubling discovery themselves Having reviewed nearly 600 of its material suppliers, it too had been directly duped by AOG. So the engine maker's own shops installed parts sold by AOG in 16 of its uh, CFM 56 engines. In four instances, parts from the rogue firm made their way into the network, including one lot purchased directly from the UK company. Um, and the inspectors for that company noticed that were, there were major discrepancies with the parts in question, which AOG had previously said, like, no, no, they're brand new. Um, so, for example... The low-pressure turbine blades CFM bought weren't as bright as they should have been. Again, that's that shit that, like, you, just you would know. never notice if you don't work in the industry. You said bright. Yes, bright. So, uh, it's like, oh, the color's off. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? I mean, I'm sure it makes sense if you work in the industry, but... Um, they also showed signs of welding and residual corrosion, and if it's a brand new part, that's just not something that you should see. Um, so CFM concluded the parts were repaired um, and they were used components, and the company says it plans to review its practices for uh, evaluating suppliers. So I know what you're thinking. I know Do exactly. You know what I'm I know thinking? exactly what, what am you're I thinking? thinking. What am I thinking? Why don't they just take the fake parts out? Yeah, or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, totally. Sure, that's yeah, exactly totally. what I'm thinking. How exactly. how did you know? This is what marriage <laughs> does to a person. You just 
<laughs> you just know. Mm-hmm. You just know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it turns out the cost, both financially and operationally, to have those parts removed is huge. It's not just a simple like swap in, swap out. You just go to the car shop yeah, where yeah. they do all the work and yeah. just get some. Yeah, they don't have any of those take fives um, where it's like a 10 minute oil change that you spend way too much money on. But they give you fruit, snacks and water while you wait. Uh, the charges to have these parts uh, replaced, removed could rise to about $300,000 per engine. Goodness. That's a lot of fucking money. So airlines um, that have been, you know, discovering that they have all these fake parts have been told by regulators to remove them. Um, And what's kind of crazy to me is like, like that these are crucial fucking parts to an airplane working. And it's not like, like why could this man not go into um, selling things like, like faulty coffee makers, bad armrests, avocados with <laughs> cocaine in them. Uh, yeah, like what the fuck? So, uh, you know, worst case, they could just be discarded, damaged components that shouldn't be in that engine at all. Maybe it's like parts that should have been completely retired. You know, um, and it's just yeah, this whole thing is kind of crazy to me. Um, so GE and Saffron aren't, are now facing off with AOG in a London court. Um, the, uh, engine making partners kind of sought a court order for the documents relating to every single sale of products, quote unquote. Um, they produced those records on October 4th, giving CFM fresh potential leads for things that they now have to go investigate for additional parts. Um, what's kind of wild to me though, the European... Union Aviation Safety Safety Agency. It does not roll off the tongue easily. I bet there's a great acronym for that. The EUASA. Ooh, USA. Said it has no power to investigate AOG because suppliers are not regulated. What? The FAA said it encourages companies to maintain a system to detect unapproved parts and to review their suppliers. What? Maintenance companies and airlines that repair planes have the responsibility to ensure any component installed on an aircraft is an approved legitimate part, and the FAA lacks the resources to do so. This is what happens when nobody reads the user end agreement. <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of crazy to me that, like, seemingly one of the most important parts of an airplane's proper function, they're like, yeah, you could just self-regulate. That's fine. Do your best. You don't need our oversight. You're good. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> Cut some corners. Oh my God. Get some parts. That's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll see what happens. This is obviously a very long legal battle in the making. And um, I guess we'll see how many more airlines kind of uncover that they've got these fake parts. So what you're saying is you should wait a few months to fly. I mean, if this has been happening since 2018, that's oh, five yeah. years. So, I mean, I bet everyone's like, oh, no, let's just get rid of it. and Maybe. It'll be I fine, right? It'll be fine. My hope would be that, like, either they'd go to install a part and they'd be like, oh, this doesn't look right. Or, I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm grateful it hasn't led to any, any emergencies or issues, but holy shit. Yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, this is great. This is great. Everything's fine. Um, wow. Well, that wow. that's our that's our episode for today. 
yeah. hope, you, hope you had a great time because I know I didn't. <laughs> yeah, so we will uh, catch you again in uh, four, four to five, five days. Five days. Days, yeah. Maybe seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Definitely not five months. No, no. We'll see you again soon. <laughs> really soon. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Don't forget to tell all your friends, family, your memas about this shit pod. And um, we'll see you guys soon. If you know us personally, don't talk to us about this. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't ever. Don't, don't, don't bring it up. Don't you ever say anything to us. Yeah, we're, we're going to deny it. With my whole heart. My whole soul. All right, see you next week. Good night. Bye.